0: Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning to the state of Texas. Good morning to the great country of the United States. Good morning to where? the world how is everybody doing this morning we are going to have a great show for you today it's thursday if it's thursday you know it's neil aquino day we discuss both local and national politics but before we even get started folks let's throw it back to the geniuses in the control room el Señor howard reynolds and jack van bever good morning mis hermanos Well, good
1: morning, Egberto. Sounds like you're going to have an exciting show. There's lots of local politics to discuss this morning after uh, the election this week. So it should be interesting. Yes,
0: it should be interesting. It should be interesting, local and national. And how is Jack doing? What's the message of the day, Jack?
2: Well, uh, I got a little thing from my friend Brett that sends me stuff. Uh, Sometimes the answer to your prayers comes when you are busy being the answer to someone else's prayers give up your heart see what happens Oh, nice Profound. like found okay. okay yeah my friend sends me sends me affirmations sometimes and sometimes they they make a lot of sense so you know <laughs> and how we we've been promoted to geniuses again oh we have <laughs> yeah uh, well okay. you know you have all kind of adjectives,
0: beer. all kind of adjectives and they're all positives my brother, you know why? <laughs> because that's who you guys are. Anyway, I think all the strings are connected, all the tin cans are hooked up to the strings and the yes. vibration is passing on through. Anyway, folks, we have a great show for you today. Title of the show is GOP thinks democracy is the enemy. And you know what's so interesting, folks? We have it on tape. Wow. You know, I mean sometimes I wonder, I mean I really wonder sometimes when some of these politicians say something. And I'm not talking about just your your average politician that is prone to mistakes, but I'm talking about a seasoned politician when they say certain things, I think it's important for us to listen. And when we have evidence throughout The last several years, folks, you've got to listen. That's why some of what we're going to talk about democracy today with Neil Aquino is going to be so important. So we have Aquino who is going to talk Houston election, national election, maybe a little bit about the debate. I don't know. We'll see about that anyway. Welcome to Politics Done Right. It's Thursday. If it's Thursdays, we have our visitor, Neil Aquino. How are you doing, Neil?
3: I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing. Visitor. Visitor from another world. And uh, Neil Aquino. Good morning. Good morning, everyone uh, across the world. And it's 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 great to to be here again this Thursday morning.
0: Well, you know, it's great having you, and it's great. Uh, I mean, especially since it's the it's the Thursday after the election. But before we get started, I want to I say a welcome to Gene Daigle, who says when someone says something believe them. And folks, don't forget, this is your program. This is your show. So give us a call at 713-526-5738. I repeat, 713-526-5738. Why do you want to call? I want to hear about anything you want to talk about because this is your show. But I know let's go ahead and get started with the uh, local Houston election. Then we'll kind of expand it a bit nationally after that. So, folks, this show is for everybody. Tune in. Your thoughts. Let's let's get started with the big race. And the big race was the mayoral race. Um, What are your thoughts on that?
3: Great. Well, the the mayoral race, um, it was uh, as expected. Right. We have a Whitmire uh, Sheila Jackson Lee runoff, and Whitmire ended up at 43%, Sheila at just under 35%. And, and I think one of the one of the things, uh, a headline of that race was the low turnout overall. Uh, it was about 17 or 18% in the city. It was just 17% in Whitmire's district, uh, Senate District 15, and about 15% in Sheila Jackson Lee's District. So I think one thing that speaks to is both candidates are longtime elected officials, and neither candidate has helped build a a culture or structure of apparatus of voting in their district. And neither candidate was able, uh, with the folks who might know them best, uh, able to to rally out um, a big turnout. So a bit of a bit of an indictment on both. Um, Even though we, I think, prefer Jackson Lee over Whitmire, but that's that that larger factor is there. You know,
0: it it is disappointing because I I, I tell you one thing. Um, Normally, when you have these races and I don't know if they're waiting for the runoff, they assume it's going to be a runoff. So maybe they didn't want to invest all their time, given that they were pretty darn sure that both of them would come out ahead. But I, I tell you, I don't know if you saw I don't know how the ballot was in your district. But the ballot for people voting in District E for was horrendous. You had to page yourself to vote for Sheila Jackson Lee. Right, and yep. and it wasn't the easiest thing to do. So a lot a lot of her drop off, I wonder if it had to do with people didn't find her name in the in the list i'm not talking about the out the, the the low turnout i'm talking about the disparity the 10 or 11 points or so that well how many, is 45 right
3: she lost, no, is 43. 43 she lost by eight eight 8.25 percent. i think it looks like um so she there were 18 candidates on the ballot right and by the luck of the draw she was 16. so it, they kept going saying sweet 16 look for 16. Um, right, but you know we're democracy advocates here, so we want to believe that the people had the ability to scroll yeah. to that second page. We want to have I, faith that the.
0: People. I tell you what, let me tell you, I'm a voter. I vote every single time, and for me, I voted for Sheila Jackson Lee. Right, and it, you know, I, I don't know. I think we use the same, the same equipment all throughout Harris County.
3: Yeah, it was all of us the same.
0: Yeah. And, and I just kind of like when I when I saw that, I, before I saw the scroll thing, I kind of looked around and I said, oh, because I knew who I was voting for. Right. But my my thing is, there are a lot of voters out there that don't quite have it in their head who they're voting for. And right. on, on, until they see that list of people there, they say, ah, the Sheila Jackson Lee name sound familiar. That's who I'm voting for. That's who I'm not voting for.
3: Let me tell you, I was I was at West Gray and. um So one thing, you know, we talked a little about this this morning that before we came on, that there were 248,000 persons, uh, Mm -hmm. folks voted in the mayoral race total for all the 18 candidates. Um, And in uh, the at-large council races, the five at-large council races, each of them had about 197,000 votes. So we had not just a low turnout, a fifth of the voters, for whatever reason, uh, they just came in and voted for mayor or left. Uh, some of the, the propositions had a higher uh, A, which now allows three council members to bring an agenda to the council, um, council agenda, bring an item to the council agenda, which was a victory for democracy. Um, it, it diminishes Explain the, why. We, we're a strong mayor city. That, that is right. We're a very strong mayor city. Mayor appoints committee chairs, uh, the composition of committees. Uh, can introduce items to the agenda. So now any three council members can introduce an item to the agenda. So what's incumbent upon us, because there will be three or four Republicans on council, so you know they're going to be hatching all that up. So what's incumbent upon us is that we now have the capacity and you as a citizen have the capacity to ask them to introduce progressive measures to council. And that's super important because you know you call them and they say, "Oh, I, I, I can't put that on the agenda. Uh, the, it's up to because the mayor." They, they the mayor. could
0: stand behind. They could stand yeah. behind the mayor and say the mayor is not going to do it. Not anymore. But now there's no excuse. So I mean, this nope. is democracy in action. So I mean, uh, for our audience out there, that is a, an important thing for them to realize now that their that their council person. Now has a, a, a third of, or rather, I should say, uh, a, yeah, a third of the power now to get in a bill on. So you get three of them. You can get your at large, your local, and uh, team up with somebody else to get something done. It is absolutely yes. possible.
3: And let me make a plug for myself. Well, a, a lot of this is discussed on the Houston Democracy Project. The Houston Democracy Project, you can Google it or go to neilaquino.com, N E I L A Q U I N O. Dot com The Houston Democracy Project. There's a front page, a daily blog. And uh, that is this is the Houston Democracy Project segment here. Please, please, please give it a look and read the content and share it, share it along.
0: Well, I think that's that's important because, I mean, when you take a look at the uh, the outcome of this election, I, I, I can't tell you how disappointed I am with the with the uh, the amount of people. That, but what was it? What was the total uh, percentage vote this time around?
3: um it was 17 in the county and it seems to have been pretty much the same in the city in the and city. there were important county issues one of the, um one of the, the big loss was the Cypress Fairbanks school district which is one of the 50 largest districts in the country it had been 4 to 3 not crazy um and now it's 6 to 1 um, Ted Cruz, Greg Abbott candidates, and that and that's a big district. Wait, candidate. wait, wait! Hold on, really hold on. Person. I didn't,
0: I didn't follow that storyline. Yeah. Are you telling me that the right wing has taken over the Cyprus? Yeah. Oh yeah. my! I didn't, I didn't know that. That, that actually bucks the entire nation because the, what occurred on Tuesdays is from the top all the way down to school districts the right wing loss. I'm surprised that happened here in Cypresswood.
3: I mean, Not Cypress. here. yeah. Um, and, and this, and, and so I, I know it's seven or eight years ago, that was the 50th largest school district in the country. It's much of unincorporated um, Harris County. I worked right. in that area for many years and it is a diverse, super diverse area. And I will say that I I was for for some years um a manager at the Barnes and Noble out there in in um Cyprus. And I would the reading list was super diverse. Um, right. it was, um Howard Zinn and and basically a liberal reading list in many respects, right. the usual and Rand book. And now, just to give you a sense of the real world changes, you can you can bet that that's gonna change. And those kids um you know that's how they were exposed to it and that's a super diverse district there needs to be more turnout and state representative john rosenthal to his credit and i want to mention this because one of the things of the houston democracy project is that i want democrats to actively campaign for races outside of their own and rosenthal really did state representative did campaign um for that unfortunately it wasn't successful but it's one of the biggest losses now,
0: were all these races close
3: or they weren't close at all? I don't know that. Um, okay. Uh, but it went, it went from four to three um, normal people to six to one Abbott and uh, and it bucked the trend um, of, of Moms for Liberty candidates losing in, in school races all around.
0: Yeah, I mean uh people have to have to uh wake up. Gene uh, Daigle says, well follow uh well follows a pattern over the west side of the county. Look at KDISD and their school board mega extremists running the show uh-huh. all because of the low turnout. Yes. Um, you know, we have got to solve that low turnout problem. And um you know, I mean, that's what we try to do here as well to uh, try to get people to go out there and vote. Now, I think the you know given the, given the passion that I have for uh, economic justice, et cetera, the, the one that that got me the most was the wealth tax. Uh, I think it was proposition three. And I want everybody to listen to this, because um, even though we failed here. It is something that we need to pick up at some other time. Good morning, Alistair Waters. So we have Eric Hayes, Gene Daigle, and Alistair Waters on the chat. Folks, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. You have the ability to discuss whatever you want to discuss, or if you want yeah. to change the subject, you have a you can change the subject as well. And this is important, what I'm going to talk about, and that is the uh, wealth tax. Um. The, the bill, or, or rather the proposition, pretty much prohibits your elected representatives. Listen well, and this is where I think a lot of people didn't understand this. The the proposition tells your uh, as prohibits your elected representatives from applying a wealth tax to wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Two, for school boards, for schools, and all these kinds of things. In other words, they can't tax them without coming back to a, for a constitutional amendment to do so. But what that means is the following, folks. I'll, for any of you who thought you were voting for, I don't want to vote for taxes. That's on my, 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 on my assets. What you've really done is you've harmed the middle class and the poor. Etc. Because guess who pays wealth tax right now? Every middle class person that owns a home, every middle class person that rents a, 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 an apartment, every middle class person or poor that also owns a car. I'm coming to you right now, Ray. And any one of you folks out there that owns a, a, a house and you're paying. Taxes every single year, known as property taxes. Guess what that is, my friend? That is a wealth tax, but it's a wealth tax not for the rich. Yes, everybody pays a property tax, but that wealthy person who owns stocks, which most poor people, at least 50% or, or more, have no stocks. For that person who owns stocks or certain types of assets, they get to have those assets grow tax-free. And what you are saying when you voted for that uh, is I am going to put myself at a disadvantage to wealthy people. Not only do wealthy people not pay tax, uh, t- uh, uh, a wealth tax on those stocks, but let's take it a bit further. Their tax rate on the income on those stocks are taxed at a lower rate than your wages, people. So the way your your politicians screw us all is they tag things. They make you vote on things that you believe is going to help you as well. But what you have done is really give rich people yet another break as all new expenses for the state will be paid for by whom
4: you
3: and let me let me say that that in in the in our county our our democratic county 62% of the people voted for a lot banning that wealth tax so folks folks really and if and, and and we have such informed listeners here so when you're out there voting and you know it you got to share it with someone you know that this that this is this is crazy
0: it is it it is crazy when eric says ever uh, uh, says stocks are not tangible neither is your home eric hayes mm-hmm. y- you are paying a tax on your home for a value you don't know you're going to get if you sell your home so your home is just as intangible as the stocks until it is sold so that blows your argument let's go ahead to ray third ward come on in my brother how are you doing sir Buenos dias, Buenos dias. Buenos dias, hermano. Talk to me.
5: Yeah. Um, shout out to Mr. Aquino for the Houston Demo- Democracy Project. Uh, Good morning. Yeah. Um, I uh, definitely agree with what y'all say, and what I feel is is gonna have to be the solution to this problem is we we um I get a lot of text messages on mm-hmm. the day of uh, the, election the election and. What we need to do is, is push for uh, people planning to vote. And right. that's something I feel is, is very paramount. When you plan to vote, you go into the, into the voting booth with confidence and knowledge because you already know. See, a, a person who goes to a voting booth and doesn't know how to read those propositions, doesn't know how to read those constitutional amendments, of course, they're going to vote how they think they yeah. want that law to to fall. And unfortunately, with this particular proposition, a constitutional amendment, people were probably misled to think that it would make their mm-hmm. taxes go up. But that's where we as activists have to take upon ourselves. Like Neil said, if you know what it really means, you need to spread the knowledge because you know, and the same thing with uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, if she was on the second page, which I think she was, I'm not was. mistaken. So, yes. Um, you know, hopefully that won't be an issue uh, in the runoff. You know, obviously it'll just be two candidates. But, you know, if people would just plan to vote, it, it cuts your time down, you know, you know, tremendously. Like, if you just know who you're going to vote for, you just like I had actually made a cheat sheet when I right. went to vote. I was gonna vote on the first day of early voting. And I and I sat there for a few hours and I had to like look up different um articles and different things mm-hmm. that were posted on TV to to kinda help break down what are these amendments. But that's because I was personally invested in right. making sure I voted correctly. But how do we get our fellow voters and progressive-minded people who don't know it yet to to get on that level. Well, I think it, and look, uh, we had
0: the the president of the uh, Umble Era Democrats. I'm a member of the Umble Era Democrats and the Kingwood era Democrats. So I went out there to the Umble area Democrats to listen to uh, one of the uh, the representatives. I, for, I forgot her name now, but uh, she came out and she we went through all of the. All of the um, propositions. it was Penny
3: Star, wasn't it? Penny's, yeah,
0: Penny. Yeah, Penny. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, Penny. Penny came out, and we went over all the different propositions. But I tell you where I think we all failed, and uh, I'm, I'm talking about activists failed. I when I went I went to vote with my daughter at the place and you would see every person that you can probably assume is a Republican. Sometimes you shouldn't assume, but uh, given the area that I vote, I think it was a good assumption. Uh, They all had a cheat sheet. I went in without a cheat sheet, but I knew the material. But as an activist, I think we should have worked harder in giving cheat sheets to people let them know well this it, 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 this it, if you want the progressive candidates that we've vetted this is what it looks
3: like well let me talk about that for a second because i'm i'm looking and steve, at steve we're coming
0: to you after ray go ahead
3: and very quickly so, so we can get to the caller i'm looking at the harris county republican website and you know this so it's a sheet of paper it was always a white sheet of paper for your home printer this was uh, uh, west gray multi-service center tons of people and the Republican Party has a guide. The Harris County Republican Party had the guide and people were coming in with that. They were they were coming in. And with we it. don't uh, and, and there's no guide on the on the left side. Right. And part of the problem is that the Harris County Republican Party only nominated four candidates. We had more candidates. There's also, you know, the party can't take a preference. So they're probably right. a little to wait in. But there's got to be a way around that to at least say these are the Democrats at the very least. Well, I mean,
0: I, I, I think, I, I think that is exactly what you should, or, or these are, I don't want to just come out and say these are the Democrats. I want to come out and say, because theoretically speaking, these are nonpartisan elections. You and I know better and Ray right. know better, but we right. should come out and have a sheet that say these are the acceptable candidates. And when the, uh, and when there's a posi- possibility that a split vote can hurt you, I think the activist community should take a position to try to avoid that 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 somebody splitting a vote could bring the wrong person in, as occurred in Conchita's race.
3: Yeah, and those four side fair candidates we talked about—they are right front and center on on the Harris County Republican website.
0: Exactly. Anyway, uh, Ray, anything else you want to add before we go to Steve?
5: Uh, yeah, I want to quickly say um, for Joe Biden losing all of his uh, popularity right now. Mm-hmm. And in another scenario, if the country doesn't like Joe Biden, we should, you know, load up the House and the Senate with progressives and whoever is president, challenge them from the left. That's, you that's know, my solution. I that agree that with is. you. Want, first of all, Ray,
0: I agree with you 100 percent. I think if in the next few weeks. Uh, It seems like his popularity is going completely against what the country is doing because the country is voting left. Take a look at the election. I mean, that's why I was so surprised when Neil uh, informed me about what occurred in Cyprus and when Daigle informed me about uh, about Katie. Because the rest of the country, school boards have been turning over. They've been going right for the last several years. This election, they, they went left, the school boards. Now, um, but what you said is actually, and I think it's a responsibility of Biden if if there are good numbers that show, look, and, and, you know, look, the guy, a lot of people, I think, are voting because of how he looks. He looks pretty old and somebody vibrant. I'm going to tell you something else. I'm not sure that Trump is going to be the nominee for the Republicans. More and more, I'm thinking that that may be the case, that he may not be the nominee. I know it's against what most people believe, but. That's what I'm starting to think, Ray. I agree with what you said. Thank you so kindly for calling in my brother. all right brother. I'll be listening. Uh, have a good one. All right, let's go to Steve. Come on in, Steve.
4: Hey, good morning, Brother Neil and Brother egberto how you, you doing, sir? Point. Oh, doing good so i had a I had an interesting experience so uh on the the voting, it took me two pages to scroll down for Sheila Jackson Lee. Whitmire right. was on the second one. Right, uh, and then uh, so yeah, I think that plays a part, but in the runoff, it it may not. Um, the other thing was uh, Whitmire had door knockers come by. I didn't see any Shield, Jackson Lee, and I guess there was more more money on the Whitmer side. I was right. wondering, Neil, if uh, if that'll change? Can she make up the gap? Uh, does Whitmire still have the advantage? Um, and uh, and then runoffs. Uh, is there a runoff for the controller, or was that uh, actually one. Right. So in terms of the money advantage,
3: you know, I think that money advantage does stay with Whitmire, but now it's a two person focused race. That number 16 placement of the 18 mayoral candidates was a roll of the dice. They, by chance, assigned the ballot order. That was for everyone across the entire city. Now it will just be one and two. We have to believe that, that, that representative Jackson Lee can win. And I, I, I do believe that she can win. Um, with the controller race, there were four candidates, and the runoff will be between Chris Hollins, who had 44 percent of the vote, and Orlando Sanchez, um, who was a scoundrel, um, got 27 percent of the vote. And it will be um, a runoff between the two. Chris Hollins has been one of the most aggressive candidates to talk about um, democracy and voting rights. And I like it because he's expanding the role and and purview of controller. Um, in a way that you will hear, if you listen to Lena Hadago or Christian Menefee, the county attorney, they will say, I'm expanding the role of what these offices do. And it is good to have uh, smart, um, vibrant, young. Folks, young, changing. I was going to say that, but I don't I don't want to you know, I want to keep my own uh, ability in there. But um, and another another quickly, another runoff race I want to emphasize is Letitia Plummer in Council at Large Four, who's been in a very effective Councilwoman, and she only got forty-seven percent. There was no reason on earth um, for her not to get to fifty percent to avoid the runoff, and that's a very important one. Share it with your friends. Letitia Plummer, forty-seven percent. We need to get her uh, to win that runoff against a, a, a much weaker opponent. Steve,
0: got you. Thanks. I'll go ahead, Egberto. No, no. I wanted to know if there's anything else that you, anything else you wanted to ask, or any other comments you wanted to make.
4: Yeah, one more thing. So when the uh, uh, the representative for uh, uh, Whitmire came out, uh they were doing targeted. So they they know your name obviously from all the data and uh and um so they're collecting data. So one they're like, "Okay, are you voting for Whitmire?" I'm like, "No." And and then they're like, "Okay, we've got 12 things that you want to uh please pick one, you know, what's important to you." But um uh nothing about education was on there. The closest thing they had was like libraries. It was all everything kind of skewed towards crime and uh and potholes. Right. Uh kinda kinda of, kind of let me know what, what he cared about. Yeah. Yeah. Well you I know
3: the teachers endorsed um I'm sorry, what'd you say please? Oh just uh, your thoughts on that. Oh yes sir. The, the teacher the teachers union, you know, endorsed um Representative Jackson Lee. I hope I hope they're aggressively out there. You kept seeing the firefighters union had these big block walks. I, you know, how many doors they knocked? I don't know. But the firefighters for Whitmire and, regretfully, some of the other unions for Whitmire were consistently having block walks. And, you know, he had the resources for a lot of paid uh, block walkers. And we want our block walkers to be paid, Frank. That's an that's an important theme I consistently hit, that people need to be paid for this work. And if you're working for John Whitmire, who has $12 million, get your money. Um... Um, So hopefully that Representative Jackson Lee and this two person, I I just got to hope that they they were waiting for the resources. Well, you're saying that you saw a lot more of the Whitmire campaign than the Jackson Lee campaign. That was a lot true. Uh, That was true for many people. And in my home, I saw a lot more mailers for Gilbert Garcia uh, than I did for Representative Jackson Lee. And he ended up in third place with seven percent, spending a lot of his own money, which is now uh, out in the wind with seven percent. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. It seems to me like uh, if you take a look at how his commercials went, uh, he, he, he he not career politicians, but he didn't put Jackson Lee's picture in it while he put Whitmer's picture in it. So that was kind of interesting to see how the the um, recommendations are going to come now. Let's let's see who uh, who these the people who lost are going to recommend at this point.
3: Gilbert really uh, had the capacity was a new name and with money to add something different or new. It just frequently went down the same crime stuff, although he clearly didn't like Whitmire. And it was, I don't know what he was doing. It was, it was a bummer.
0: Well, I mean, again, we, we have a tendency when I say we, I'm talking about many of the not progressive, the moderates have a tendency to run as Republican, uh, with Republican talking points. I have no idea why they would think that would work when, Uh, Progressive talking points bring in both uh, Democrats and Republicans because those are policies middle class folk want. It's so hard to get. And I think I understand why, Steve. I think it's because most of the consultants are 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 pretty wealthy folk. And they just don't understand the grassroots, the average American citizen, whether Democrat or Republican. And that is much of what I've been writing about recently. Get rid of the consultants. Go to the masses.
3: And it's a business model. Why? Yeah. I mean, you know, like, wh- look what happened when they changed the formula for Coke, right? Well, you Coke. Yeah. Well, they got, a, they got a business model. Why mess with it? It's, it's, it's working for them. Not
4: yes, broad.
0: exactly. <laughs> anyway, Steve, anything else before I go to Gonzalo?
4: Oh, no, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. I, I was starting to hear like a whole bunch more women call in. I think I think the show is like really ramping up. So thanks. Eduardo. Oh, yeah. Thanks and
0: you. I, I, thank you so kindly, Steve. And, and I, you know, I, I, I was about to forget to to do a big thank you to all. I'm coming to you, Gonzalo, uh, to give a big thank you to all our donors. And yes, you're correct about women. We had a lot of women donors. We had a lot of men donors for the Politics Done Right show. And I want to thank you all. I'm going to list your name, and I'm going to make a personal video for you guys uh, who uh, who uh, contributed to Politics Done Right, or rather, the KPFT in the name of Politics Done Right. We exceeded what we needed to raise for this particular show, and I could not thank you enough. So you can rest assured that for at least this quarter, Politics Done Right will be on air. So I, uh, and it's only because of you, all of you that are listening right now. I cannot tell you my heart bleeds with thanks to all of you. Uh Gonzalo, come on in. Yes, good morning Alberto. Buenos días hermano, como estás, uh, I'm glad
6: uh, first of all uh thank you for all the interesting uh feedback I got uh from all of the uh, callers and you and the other guy I don't recall his name Nila Quino. So I'm glad that they, oh Mr. Quinn, um, uh, I'm glad that Sheila uh, is gonna go to the runoff. Uh, I voted for her. I think she's a, as an Afro American and Democrat, she will put our name high. However, about the
7: propositions,
6: it's true. I didn't bring my sheet sheet. You didn't, and many of the voters didn't know what uh, they were talking about in some of the propositions. The ones that I remember, I voted no was for the expansion of the high-speed highway. Mm-hmm. I just said to myself, hell no. No way. That's something that we should not vote for because there is nothing there that uh, that says we voted for the expansion of the rail or we voted for the expansion of a, a, train, a train to commute from Acadia or from other places. Are we going to vote for another 99 or for another bailway 80 that we see people uh, uh, bumper to bumper in rush hours? That's insane. And uh, uh, I agree with you. Some of the propositions were kind of tricky to me, uh, maybe because I didn't do the homework and uh, uh, look for information about those. My mistake. And guess many of uh, the voters were there not ready to vote. So we we went to the star test without uh, getting the test prep. And you know, at least I, I felt some of the things.
0: Gonzalo, you're right. And I think uh, those of us that are activists, both myself and Neil, we tried a bit, but I think we have to do better. I think we have, not we have to do better, we have to do a lot better. We have to use uh, our programs, we have to use our our avenues, et cetera, our Platforms to really get valid, correct, truthful information out, otherwise um, you know otherwise we get elections like this, either no participation, or I, I tell you something that that made my day I went to vote with my daughter, and my daughter came uh, came out of there and she said, "Dad, some of those things I had no idea, and I said, "What did you do?" And she said, "If I didn't know what I was doing." I didn't vote. And, you know, I I, I thought for a while and I said to myself, you know, that is probably the best thing because you don't want to unduly change the balance of vote in that manner. Right. Um, I I remember back when I voted multi-party. In other words, um, I would vote the candidate that I wanted and it was always progressive. Right. But when I didn't know a candidate or whatever, I never wanted to just say, uh, if you're a Democrat, I'm simply going to vote for you. I wanted a fight. I wanted uh, and, and I would it was a time when it was OK to choose other parties and I would go any, many, many, mo, miny many, mo for the candidates I didn't know. And it was okay because you, st- you got a bunch of different options, right? And and I, I'm going I'm to make a confession. There is a, a District 2 Republican. I have been king with a very, very long time that I actually voted Republican. And he was a good guy. He did good for the criminal justice system then. And he, he gave a lot of uh, uh, folks that otherwise would have been thrown out the door. He gave them an option. So he earned my vote. But I couldn't do that now because of where the parties have gone. Gonzalo, oh wait, before I say anything, I want to see if my brother Aquino has anything to add to that.
3: Well, let me say, you know, um uh very quickly, the only of the fourteen state propositions, and this maybe this has some relevance for Joe Biden, uh, the only state proposition to fail expanded the age by which judges can serve. I, I think it was to seventy nine. So people- Yeah. People didn't want that. Um, some good news was our hospital bond, the only county issue, passed seventy two twenty eight. So good for the people. And then we have to give a shout out to, in the other, we talked about Proposition A, which allowed council members to introduce the yeah. Proposition B, which was another democracy expanding um, uh, effort will allow is is supposed to allow there's going to be a court fight there's a lot of there's a lot of litigation and and action ahead but made clear that the people of houston by a 65 35 margin want better representation on our regional transportation uh council and to have a voice in those kind of freeway expansion
0: which they should endless
3: issues that the caller's saying he hates correctly
0: let's go ahead thank you very much for that aquino uh senor aquino uh let's go to um uh Gonzalo, I need to go to Melissa. Anything else you want to say real quickly?
6: Right. Uh have a wonderful day and thanks Aquino for the, Aquino
0: for the uh Yeah you, you did you do the same thing, you know espanol, so whenever we see Aquin, Aquino we say Aquino because that's what you do in Spanish, right? I'm a son of Italy. <laughs> hey, you're you hey, look, you're messing with us, Mr. Aquino. Brother Neil, all right, let's go to Melissa. Thank you for calling, Gonzalo. Melissa, come on in, my dear friend.
8: Good morning, Houston. Good morning, virtual. Good morning, Dana. Uh Today is not a good day for me. It's a very bad day, but everything. What's wrong? To me. It's okay. So uh, I can't even talk about it. without, you know, you, you know, you're You only got so much time. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So uh, uh, the the ballot now. I so I when I went into vote. What I don't understand is since there was so many things on the ballot, why couldn't we bring in our phones or use our, you know, like I know you'd have to turn it on silent, but Mm -hmm. when it came to Propositions, you know, the, the the link that you sent me to, to find out what it what it actually means, because it's right. worded so. Easy. I appreciate right. that link because that was great. If everybody was to like just go on that link and, and look at what you were voting for before you went, uh, but no one has time to do that, so I don't exactly see why you're your phone um, to make sure that you're picking the right candidate that's for you, or you know, the right um, option, yes or no, for a this very important issue that was voted for.
0: Uh, Melissa, Ma- so I- Melissa, you are right, so right, and I, I, I'm gonna partially take blame as well because you, you actually sent me an email and asked about these propositions, and I sent you the link for that gave yes. explanations. Yes. But here's the issue, and I take blame for, uh, you know, I have a huge mailing list, okay, and I, 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 for some not thinking reason your email should have triggered me to send that out to everybody. And it didn't that sometimes I, I you can't know. see the forest for the trees, oh. you know? So yeah. uh,
8: I, so, so look, my little story before I get off the phone, I went in and I, you know, and I put everything on silent. Um, when it came to the propositions, I pulled out my phone. Um, I, and I'm not, this is not, I'm not being racist, bro. But listen, there was two Ukrainians on the side of me one on each side. I'm like, how in the hell do you get to vote when you don't even know our you don't even know the situation here in Houston. So who are you voting for? But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, the lady comes behind me and says, oh, put away your phone. I said, I just need to find out about this proposition. No, you can't use your phone. I said, get from me. Get from me. for five bucks, five feet. If that's out the door, then get out the door. But get from me. Don't tell me I can't.
0: Three. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm fancy. Thank you. Have a good. <laughs> okay. Wait, Melissa. Let me just. Say, I want. I want to admonish you for one thing. If the Ukrainian is a citizen, leave the Ukrainian yes. alone, my you sister. Leave alone. Okay.
8: know, I know. I know. I know. Come on. God, hey, between Illa, you are my sister. Okay.
0: Okay. We have to do. We have to be the same. Come on now. All right, my <laughs> dear beautiful sister. All right. Bye. Let's go. Bye. You have a great day, girl. Bye bye. Uh let's go to well the the other line is going to come up in a in a minute um but yet neil uh, i i am i'm with her okay i think it's important for us to um be able to use new technology i'm sorry uh i i found it ridiculous that you couldn't do that
3: i'll, I'll be honest i don't i don't know the rationale for why they don't allow that um maybe they're concerned that people will take pictures of other, of course, given in this atmosphere, what one could see someone saying, hey, I don't I don't like the looks of that voter or, hey, uh, you know. Uh, but it makes uh, no what-
0: sense because I can come to the, I can come with a glasses on that has cameras in it. I used to when I was doing a whole lot of investigative type stuff at these rallies, I would go with my glasses on. That have the uh, that have the camera in it, and I get a good six forty by four eighty film with audio and everything, and nobody had a clue. Oh, okay, well,
3: I, I I don't have I I haven't I haven't bought mine yet, but the uh, <laughs> you need I, one, Neil. <laughs> I, I, I but you know I do think some states have some states do have explanations actually on their ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out in the West Coast, the complaint is that then 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 that slows it down. I think. Um, yes, activists and everyone need to get the word out. But in, in yeah. the end, you got to be ready when you get in there.
0: And uh, we need to again let let let's let's take our responsibility as activists. We need to do a better job. You know, I, I I'm 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 ready to take that responsibility. Like I I just told Melissa, I should have sent that to the entire mailing list. Harry, come on in. Oh, uh,
9: good morning, Roberto. Good morning, Howard and Jack, and good morning, Camilo Aquino. Well, well, I'm. I just want to say that if uh uh black people, brown people, yellow people, white people, if you want Sheila Jackson Lee as your next mayor, make sure you listen to her messages over these next few weeks and get out there and vote if you want her to be the mayor of Houston. As Roberto said earlier, you've got to turn out if if you want your if if you want the person you voted for to uh win so you just get out there and vote thank you That's very much it. my dear harry anything
0: else you want to say harry before we jump to alistair
9: uh, uh well i'll just touch on this a little bit well i thought talk, i talked about it on utah yesterday well joe biden like i said you got to, to talk with Benjamin Netanyahu and you've got to get a ceasefire because your presidency to get reelected is in trouble because there are a lot of angry people in this country who are do not want to continue to see innocent Palestinians killed uh, and Rashida Tlaib uh, every time I hear her talk or hear something about her and, my, and, and Ilhan Amor consoling her it just it just it just hurts me I did a, and, uh, let
0: me just tell you Harry I, I need to cut you for a second here I, I did a piece on 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 Rashida live. Please check it out at the website, mm-hmm. egbertowulis.com. Anyway, folks, uh, I, Harry, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to go to Alistair and then we, we'll talk later. I appreciate you calling in every day, my brother. Thank you. Right. Okay. All right, let's go to Alistair. Come on in, my sister, Alistair, Conroe, Texas. Come on in, beautiful.
7: Hey, hey, good morning. Good, good morning, Neil. Morning. I just, I just got to say, one reason why they won't let people bring their electronic devices in, it's controls. Just like the same reason they won't put uh, same-day registration.
0: Right.
7: And have less, less voter fraud, say unquote," Or online registration. and even a, and Stuff like that. Exactly. Or even online registration. Exactly. And they make it impossible for people with this with Disabilities to get a mail-in ballot, right? And and the reason they do this is because they know it benefits the people, and they don't want us to have a voice.
0: Exactly. We don't have a
7: seat at the table. We don't well, have. You a know seat what, to-
0: Alissa? So that's why we're here. That's why he we're fighting it, this. Yeah, that's why we're fighting it, sis. And that's why we're all here. Anything else you want to add, Alissa? Before yeah. I jump to Peter.
7: No, all good. All is good. I am praying for Sister Melissa that her day turns out better than what it started out with.
0: We Uh, want to give her positive affirmations because like I tell the PDR Posse all of the time, we are family. What are we? We are family. All right. Thank you, Alistair. Let's go to Peter. Come on in, Peter. Line one. Come on in, brother.
1: Outstanding. And good morning, Egberto and Mr. Aquino. How you all doing today? You doing all right? Good morning, please.
0: Yes, sir. Talk to me, Peter.
1: Outstanding. So, yeah, I was there on Tuesday. I was actually in your neck of the woods up there in the Kingwood Community Center in our district, too, because that's where I'm seeking to serve our community. And just quick, what I observed was um, I was out there with Jack, Dr. Jack Christie, who got a whopping 6.9% of the vote. And <laughs> what they didn't see... What I didn't see was anybody representing Sheila Jackson Lee. So, uh, that was just my point. I mean, I, um, I like her. Honestly, she's very well spoken and she's got great policies. Like you were referencing one of the callers about education. And mm-hmm. the only thing I'll just make a contrast is, uh, of course, you know, Whitmire, he's, you know, he had people out there. So what I think he has the enthusiasm actually people willing to. You know, step outside of their comfort zone and actually represent him and I, I can tell you I think he's kind of a nitwit like he's not very smart like you know just reading what he's written I'm a English teacher and so I'm Peter Filler. If he wants, you know, someone to help him would, right. craft this, it's actually, is logical. Well, I'm, I'm available. Thank you.
0: I hear long you. Story. I hear you, Peter. I wouldn't call him a nitwit. He's. A, I, yeah, I think run. he's a good politician. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't want to discount that he's just not a progressive politician. I think he's a good politician. I mean, he lasted as long as he did. But again, so I don't like calling somebody like him a nitwit. But that's okay. Look, right. that's your call. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, All right, man. Edit. Thank you, Peter. You have a good one. Got to go to, uh, let's see, Derek. Come yeah. on in, Derek. And we have a lot of calls, so I'm going to be short with folks, so please don't hold it against me. Come on in, Derek.
2: Hey, good morning, Roberto.
0: Good morning, uh, my I brother. Talk to, to me. Hey, man.
2: I just want to say, you, you know, man, a lot of people, they just fail in their memory. And, you know, I think you probably need to start taking some Ginkgo Colobo or something. <laughs> but 35 years... Sheila Jackson Lee, Lee have been uh, serving Houston 35 years of mm-hmm. So in their 35 years, that means she went through Clinton, she went through Bush, she went mm-hmm. through Obama, and the city of Houston have not suffered financially because, uh, for the things that she fought for, for us. And, and, I, and, and even though 7% did not vote for her, I want you all to remember, Who got you the money doing Hurricane Katrina? It was not those politicians. It was Sheila Jackson Lee. And and many of you who have forgotten what she done. Think again.
0: Thank you for calling and thank you for making that statement. I want to let the audience know I agree with you and I'm sure that Neil Aquino agrees with you as well. But I got to jump to let's get to Kurt. Come on in, Kurt. Line number three. Hey, how you doing, Roberto doing Jack? I'm doing fine, sir. Talk to me.
6: This is my problem. You know, I've been voting, and I and I live <clears throat> right a little a little past Greensport, and we have voted for every election. And our zip code still say Houston and seven seven zero nine zero. And the other day, they only let us vote on the uh, propositions. And it's a whole bunch of people they're upset, about how can they change how can we not be included in voting on the on the mail of Houston and our our address is in Houston.
0: And you know what, that is, that is, I think they need to change that. If you're not in the city of Houston, they should call you some, they should call it something else. I agree with you 100%, but what happened is you are not within the city limits of Houston. You don't pay Houston taxes. So it's not a slight on you. It's a, it's a, it's a clerical kind of a thing, Kurt. So that is the reason why note that you are not paying Houston taxes. So you're not being taken advantage of. But you are called Houston. I uh, got to go to the Kurt. Uh, well, so Kurt, okay. go ahead. I'm sorry.
7: We only located in Houston.
0: Right. I mean, it, they, that is how the post office calls you, right, to deliver your mail, etc. But you're not paying Houston taxes, and you're not in the the bar the border lines of Houston. That's the difference. Okay. Sorry about right, that, thanks. Kurt. We'll talk later. Let's go to Mike. Come on in, Mike.
10: Yeah, good morning. I just wanted to say that this Saturday, the day after tomorrow, there's a statewide March for Peace in mm-hmm. Austin, Texas. Thank you so for that. You want y- Yes, sir. One o'clock to five o'clock this Saturday. What a better way to spend your Saturday than to make a nice drive up to our state capitol and March for Peace. Uh, One o'clock to five o'clock this Saturday, the day after tomorrow. Please, everyone listening, spread the word. Real quick,
0: Mike, Uh, real quick, Mike, 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 real quick. Do you have a website?
10: Oh, I don't have a website, but I think if you search November, March in Austin, you probably can find it. I Um, will do that and and inform folks. yeah. And when you announce your website, uh, yes. uh, you know, from here on the on the listener side, we I can, at least I can't understand what it is. Could you please like slowly tell us what your website?
0: Oh, I'm so know. sorry. Egberto, actually, go oh. to this one. Politics done dot com. Politics done right dot com. I'm sorry. Sometimes I get too excited as I no. speak.
10: <laughs> no, thank you very much. And I know you don't realize what it's like on the other side, the listener side all the time. But thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so kindly, Mike. Okay, let's go to Moses. Come on in, Moses. And I don't have a lot of time, Moses, but so please knock me out, okay. Moses.
7: Uh-huh. I don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to, um, be, um, be, I'm going to say kudos to all
6: the um, people, um, the Americans throughout all the, 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 the city and the, and the country who are now uh, wide awake. And I'm um, still more and more, they are beginning to push, and they are woke, and they are beginning to push all of the mess of the Republican society. And um, on, on the Joe Biden thing, let us wait. Let us wait. Joe Biden is standing there like Moses. There's a lot he cannot do. There's a lot he cannot do because a lot of mess has been done, and it was not done by him. So that battle is not his. That battle is not here. It is
7: of a higher
6: power. And that's all I have to say. Have a blessed day.
0: Thank you so kindly, Moses, for your always wise words. Let's go to Brian, line number two. Come on in, Brian.
10: Yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee is the person that said Neil Armstrong planted a flag on the surface of Mars. Yeah, that tells you how smart she is. She also says that there's a North and a South Vietnam now. Yeah, that, that doesn't work
7: too well, does it? As far as Sheila uh uh Talib, she took a constitutional oath to defend it. This constitution of this country, not another country. She was censored for a reason, wasn't she? Are you done? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I mean the, the answers are quite simple. I mean, uh number one, there's not one time that Miss uh Talib Made any attempt to do anything but to honor her country, which is the United States of America. She's a born citizen of America, and not, not even like me, I'm 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 naturalized. She was born in Detroit. She's a she's a very good American, and as a good American, she sees that America should treat all, n- no matter every kind of person equally. That censure that she received was just a political act by people who were, well, I won't get into it. When it comes to Sheila Jackson Lee, I have made statements, just again, bad statements, not even close to what many on the right has made. We should kind of look at putting bleach in your blood and that sort of stuff. If you really want to talk about Sheila is a congresswoman. You had a president wanting to put bleach into somebody's blood and you still love that president, my dear Brian, and you still want that president to serve my dear Brian. So I don't think there. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold. I made you speak. I made you speak uninterrupted, sir. That's what we do here at Politics Done Right. All right. So, therefore, whenever you make statements like that, my dear brother, It shows. uh, It 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 shows. We all have biases, but you show more than a bias. You show uh, something that is a lot more sinister. Continue now, sir. So, so which
10: president wants to put bleach in other people's blood?
0: That was Donald
7: Trump who
0: asked who asked if that's something we could do also put light into somebody's uh body to to cure I mean we can go statement after statement man you, you the person that you like for president the statements that he makes a high – I mean an elementary school student knows better sir but anyway I gotta go Dang. sir I gotta you go I gotta talk. go we we'll talk we'll talk tomorrow I gotta go anyway folks so let me throw it real quickly to the control room and then back to Neil control room
1: very lively show this morning, and uh Egberto, super job. uh Jack, got some wisdom for us? No, I was just real busy answering calls. And, uh,
2: <laughs> you had like thirteen callers, twelve or thirteen callers a day. Congratulations, Egberto.
0: Thank you, my brother. That is just because we have great guys like you and great guys like our callers and listeners. And of course, there's Neil Aquino from the Houston Democracy Project. Uh, Close me out real quickly, uh, Neil.
3: Great. Thank you. Thank you to the geniuses and Alberto for for allowing me the privilege to be on. Thank you for the many callers. Um, Election Day is December 9th. There's a lot of at-large races we'll continue to talk about. We don't we got to focus at all the Houston Democracy Project, the Houston Democracy Project. Please give it a look.
0: Thank you so kind of folks. First of all, I want to give a big thanks to, hey, Melody Praise Wix is in the, in the, in the chat. And we have a lot more folks in the chat. I think I saluted everybody, Jay Ray in the chat as well. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. I love you all. Love this, l- love the entire world, man. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Ren and You guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!